All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Pursuing Purpose podcast. I am your host, BC Cerna, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in today for episode five. And um, yeah, if you this is your first time tuning in or you've been listening to the first uh, handful of episodes, thanks a lot. This is a podcast where we um, bring on guests and also just talk about the ideas and conversations and beliefs and theories and stories about what does it mean to have purpose. Uh, what does the word mean? What is people's personal experience with it? What is their personal hope for it? And uh, my guest today is uh, Jerome. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, Jerome? Um, Jerome is one of my. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Jerome is one of my uh, <laughs> first um, young life students I ever had, and um, I've known him since freshman year. And uh, young life made a huge change in my life when I was in high school and kind of gave me some foundation of just someone that was that wasn't my teacher or my parent or uh, some sort of adult figure it was more of like my young life leader his name was Brandon Wheeler um, and he was just the goofiest funniest dude I ever met like I would just die laughing and and he was like 24 and he, he was just like the coolest guy and I never understood like why he would take us out to lunch and hang out with us until I was like much older um, but he gave me just kind of like a little bit like I never had an older brother and so my young life leader did a lot for me when I was in, in high school I only had him for like my senior year. I only did young life like my last two years of high school um, but he just gave me a lot of I guess like confidence and like peace and um, so when I did start doing young life yeah Jerome was like my first like little brother <laughs> and uh, you were freshman coming into manual right yeah I was freshman coming into manual I actually uh did wildlife and wildlife is like a, a younger version of young life and I did that in middle school and that's uh so I did that seventh and eighth grade year and then when I got to um, high school that's when I got into young life and that's when I met BC and um, yeah this guy he taught me he taught me a lot uh, he, he definitely changed the way I was I think and you know just the just the way I think towards towards life and you know he definitely taught me a couple of life lessons that I carry on till today and yeah. it just been like a a, a a crutch in my life somewhat and uh yeah I appreciate him about that thanks bro so you were you went to Smiley right yeah with Novage and Nishan, Nishan. little Jake no Jake didn't no oh, he didn't it, it's just me from from Manuel it's just me Nation and Ovash. And where'd you go to elementary school? Uh, I went to Park Hill Ele Elementary, okay. and that was like right up the road from Smiley. It was uh, like all in that area. Where'd you live when you were in elementary school? So I lived on uh, so I lived in Park Hill, um, like on East Colfax. I actually lived with my goddad. Uh, he, we actually lived in a Ethiopian building. He had an Ethiopian restaurant, and we lived on top of the building. And um, yeah, so we went we, there one day. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Checked it out. Yeah, so yeah, just we was raised there, but most you of me that building, right? Right. Yeah, place, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was an apartment because we moved and we were staying with a friend at the time. And when that was before, like, I don't think you knew that we lived up there yet, but um, yeah, we lived in the building right next to it. Yeah. And uh, so you okay? So you uh, went to elementary school. Grew up with Darnell, right? Yeah, my goddad. Yeah, your goddad. And then um, seventh grade. What, what was the first experience you had with wildlife? Like, how did you even hear about it? What was, was it like? So, it was actually Niles. Oh, Niles. So, yeah. Niles, like, introduced it to me. And at first, you know, I didn't really was trying to go or anything like that. I I actually went because I heard they was having pizza. So, you know. That's wild. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, of course. Pizza. Yeah. So, of course, you know, I'm about to be like, all right, I guess I'll check it out, whatever. So, I'll go there after school, like, every time when they'll have it and, just enjoy pizza and stuff like that but they were always that's when I kind of I knew about God but that's when I started realizing you know started learning more and you know it was like really interested when I went to wildlife because you know he was talking about this you know talking about God you know so I was like interested like what is it what is he talking about so so I'll go there every, a lot and and I'll learn like different things and that makes me want to, but at the same time, I never uh, went to, like, you know how they had camps and stuff like that. So that, that's when you really get deep into it, but they didn't want to get as deep because it's still a middle school and, you know, kids, you know, get probably bored over it or stuff like that. But yeah. I actually went to a winter, a winter camp and I almost didn't go, but 
Eric kept on like, bro, you got to go. I was like, I can't, you know, I ain't got the money for it or anything like that. He was like, it doesn't like, I, I wish like money wasn't a thing for you, a reason for you not to go, you know? And so there was, uh, I guess I ended up going to, to wildlife, um, camp, the winter camp. And I actually like, that's when I started like getting like really interested, interested in, you know, learning about, you know, God and stuff like that. And definitely changed the way, you know, I think, and as, even as a middle schooler, you know, that it just like, just opened my eyes to like a, you know, a, a different picture, you yeah, know, something I didn't, yeah, dip, deeper conversation, yeah. you know, like get a better understanding of life and stuff like that. And then, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So Niles, Eric, and so you got, they were around when you were seventh grade and, um, but then let's, let's go back even further. So elementary mm-hmm. school, um, you went to Park Hill. Yeah, Park Hill Elementary School. And uh, and when did you um, start living with Darnell? So you were born. You were born in Denver, though, were you? No, I was born in Des Moines. That's I was. Yeah. And yeah. How was that? How did that happen again? So my, I guess when I was, uh, my mom ended up going over there just for like a little because all my brothers and sisters they was born in Denver, uh, but. Somehow they went, they moved to Iowa just for a short period of time. And I ended up, you know, they ended up having me there. So, which was crazy. Um, And then when, so I stayed, actually my mom moved back to Denver. And then um, I ended up, you know, staying with my cousin Galen for for a little bit. So I lived in Iowa just for a little bit. And that's when my mom came in and got me. And that's when I moved back to, to Denver. And then, so... You know, so I stayed with my mom for a little bit, and then actually, um, when I was in, uh, I'd say like first grade. Wait, how old were you when you moved back to Denver? I was probably like two, oh, two or three. Okay, yeah, okay. So like first grade, I end up. Um, so we end up getting taken away from our mom, or me and our siblings, and uh, we went to foster care. But you know, so but my grandma took us in because she didn't want us to go through, you know, going separating us that she didn't yeah, yeah they didn't want us uh to get separated so we end up staying with my grandma for like just probably like for a little bit for like six months because um there was like it was like kind of ruckus at the house for a little bit you know and Where then she live? Park Hill? no she this is a time when we was living in aurora oh, okay. yeah we was living in aurora so i'd be like so i bounced back from like like aurora you know park hill just a mix of that you know everything yeah. um east side and um, so we lived with my mom, and then we got taken. We, that's when we started living with my grandma, and then we moved back in with my mom. We, you know, she got us back. How old were you in that? Uh, right, that that was happening, say second grade. Okay. When I went back to my mom's, second grade. Um, and then so, and then something else happened. I I saw. I'm like I was younger, so I didn't know what was going on. And I just know that I was just moving. And I knew. I knew that we was in, you know, foster care somewhat, but I didn't really, it didn't make sense. So I, you know, I just go, yeah, I was just going with the flow. So I ended up moving. Uh, so something, you know, it happened again. We ended up moving uh, with my god dad, third grade, my third grade year. And then that's, you know, I just lived with him ever since. And since third grade? Yeah. Darnell? Yeah, that's when I went back to Park Hill. That's when I was going to Park Hill. And then I just lived with him. Since you were nine. Yeah, so I was like. How did, how did you, your mom's, it's your mom's brother, right, or something? or? No, no, nah, nah. so my guy, so he, we call him our god dad yeah. because he's just been there ever since when I was young. And yeah. I just, just knew that he was our god dad. he's part of the family, technically. No, he's not. He oh, just, okay. he, he dated my mom um, way back then. Oh, and okay. yeah, so that ended up happening. And um, so we st- ended up staying with him. And that's when I started going to Park Hill and stuff like that, and you know moved on to to Smiling, and I went to Manual and and all that. But I still, you know, still like jumped around Park Hill and the East Side because it's just like right up the street from yeah. each other. And so, um, yeah. But living with the my guy, yeah. When you moved in here, what was that? What was like? What yeah. Happened? So when when we moved in, it was only three of us because my older sister didn't. She ended up going somewhere else. I wasn't. I didn't know where Brianna was, but that's my one of my sisters. But it was just me, my my brother Jadon, and my sister uh, Brittany. So we was living at Darnell. That's when we was living on top of the building when I was going to Park Hill oh, and okay. stuff like that. 
yeah and uh so we ended up staying there for a little bit and uh my sister ended up not liking staying there so she moved with uh different people so it was just me and my brother Jadon and um we uh so we were staying here for, for staying with him for a little bit and we ended up he ended up losing the building somehow I don't know how but you know because it was like at the time when he got came and got us it was like unexpected for him it was at the time when he he lost his brother uh, my goddad lost his brother and then that's when he got the phone call to see if he could come get us and he didn't want us to, you know nobody else to take us so he was like all right I'll take you guys and then staying with him and then I don't know what happened, but we ended up losing the building, and that's when we had to start staying with fam, like friends, and that happened. That that lasted for like for a couple of years. So we've been somewhat homeless, but not homeless. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So we just been staying with him, and and then that as we got older, um, we that's when I started seeing my mom here and there when I got into middle school. That's when I got to Smiley because uh, my, actually my mom moved to, to Park Hill with uh, her boyfriend. So we used to see her some sometimes here and there, but we had to do it on a DL because, you know, the States is not, we're not allowed to see our mom because, you know, we got taken away. Yeah. And um, how old were you when you realized that? Like when you were like, I got to keep seeing my mom on the DL? Because uh, you're nine, so you're third grade or like 10 now. Six. Oh, actually, no. You went to Smiley, so now you're junior high. Yeah. So I was junior high, six, uh, sixth grade. Um, that's when, yeah, that's when I like, you know, seen her sometimes. Like I probably I haven't seen her in a while. So when I seen her, you know, it was like sometimes. And but my our goddad, you know, he wasn't like that. He wasn't gonna be like, oh, you can't, you're not allowed to see your mom. He wanted, you know, like you get to see your mom and stuff like that. And uh, so th- you know that happened, and yeah, ever since we just been living with our goddad and just bouncing a home to home we like we've been but, but like yeah so when when you knew you had to like keep it the dl when your mom was that weird or like it was like was it good seeing your mom every once in a while though and like seven yeah it was good seeing it it's just like i don't know it's like it's somehow like i got used to it like it was like normal because yeah. you know as a kid you know you don't know what's going on you're just like you're experiencing different things so i just thought it was like normal somewhat like this it happened so i'm just going with the flow with things i didn't really you know like beat myself up like i'm too young to you know but stuff yeah. like stuff like that yeah i think i remember when you told one time you told me like it like when you took your mom like twice you at one point you were just like whatever like i'm gonna stop like i guess like you were excited to see her but you maybe were like i don't want to get too excited because then i could lose her again you know something yeah like yeah something it's, it's like that and basically I don't know. My my life just been crazy because you know like I didn't have like, I didn't have much, but like what what kept me going is like when I got into basketball actually in fourth grade. So I uh, joined this team called uh, Chauncey Billups is an AU traveling basketball team. So I think that's what like kept me you know like kept my spirit up because you know I, I got myself you know into sports and you know I just kept that occupied instead of you know just you know just thinking about that like not being with my mom all the time so that that gave me my strength and yeah, a good distraction yeah definitely a good distraction because that that even like I've been traveling since I was like in like fifth grade that's when we, Did you we, have to make that team no, there was no tra- you just yeah yeah no no there was a lot of kids on the team like there was there was a ton so there was like a hundred people at the tryouts for my age group and only like 15 got selected so as I, you know, at first my auntie, uh, she was like my auntie, but she at first I didn't want to go. Like she was like, "You're gonna, you know, come try out for this team." I was like, "No, nah, I don't want to do this." Like I, I hate basketball. I used to hate basketball. What? I used to hate it like a bunch because you know my goddad used to force me to force me to play against uh, my brother and stuff like that, and my brother used to beat up on me like playing basketball. So yeah. I used to like hate it, you know, until I start getting better. And uh, but yeah, I almost didn't you know I didn't want to play for Chauncey, but I didn't I didn't like basketball. I didn't want to get into that, but they like end up forcing me. So, which you know, which is a blessing because that opened so many gates for me. You know, I was traveling. You know, I was going to Kansas City. I was going to I was going to um since to, fourth grade. Yeah, oh, since man. yeah, we traveled fifth grade year, but uh, you know, kind of you know. That's so why did. you can never come to camp. I think. Right? Yeah, that's the reason why I couldn't really go to camp because yeah. I I was doing that type of stuff and. Uh, and yeah, so that just gave me a gateway. So I, you know, went to Cali. I went to 
to Kansas to to Louisiana. So that gave me just opportunities in Gateway, and you know that's just I feel like that's what you know God set me up. So I just don't be you know dwelling on that, and you know just like really uh, letting that really affect me, so that I just kept my mind off and you know not being with my mom and stuff like that. But you know which which I could like how I learned from you know, not taking the wrong paths because, you know, my, uh, you know, I love my brother dearly, but, you know, he didn't do the best of the things, you know. He was older, right? Yeah, he was older than me. Uh, he's three years, three years older than me. Um, but yeah, just, so I just tried not to, I didn't really have role models as I was like, as until I got to like middle school and stuff like that. But like, I never used to try to follow what, you know, my, my brothers or something like that is doing. And, um, because he, he, cause he, he tried out for the team, but ended up not making it. So, but I ended up making it. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I wish that he, he could have still followed the same footstep. Oh, yeah. Cause if you didn't make it, something could happen to you. Different. Yeah, like because right now, like my brother was diagnosed when I was in sixth grade. My brother was diagnosed with schizophrenic, because you know all this because we we been homeless and staying on floors and staying with family. We didn't really have a set, you know, yeah. set like a staying. You know, we didn't have a home. Yeah, not seeing our mom. So yeah. he was a little older, so he understand that. So mm-hmm. of course that's gonna affect him. And you know, if he didn't, since he didn't make the team, he didn't, you know, really have nothing to do. So that just, you know. So it's just yeah. that that messes up your mind. I feel like so it, like mental health is definitely like that's it it yeah. it takes effect on you definitely. So you saw so you, yeah you saw like the difference between like the decisions he was making. Was mm-hmm. he like, struggling in school or like yeah. was he game banging ever? Um, he was he was somewhat game banging. He was just like ditching school a lot. Yeah, you know. And you could have been doing that. I could have been doing that. I could have, yeah, I could have, yeah. But yeah. basketball kept me occupied because you know I'm going to, you know, practice. This is a year round, like it's like nonstop. You know, like yeah. you're playing basketball every day when you're on the traveling team, you know. So it was like nonstop, and so I didn't have time to go to go out there and you know and and get into trouble like that. Yeah. But that's good. Okay, so then, yeah. So then, when did you guys move into the? When did you guys finally like find a place to live? So we ended up staying with my goddad's um, cousin, and then somehow we was like sleeping in the living room on a pull-out bed, and it used to be like three of us on the on one pull-out bed until Damn. somehow we end up getting an apartment. and We start staying there, and um, we end up actually losing the apartment and then you know a few months later we end up getting the house so we were staying in the house for a little bit and the one that i knew you from yeah i used to drop you off at yeah yeah that okay, one so that's one that that's the place i've been there for a little minute oh, okay. and been staying throughout my uh high school and, yeah. and partially middle school for a yeah, little bit it was like you never wanted to be that far because that was far from yeah side, like from school what like yeah what what was it like getting to school in the morning you had to wake up crazy yeah i had to wake up like i'm like uh, about like six o'clock, five thirty around that time, yeah. like every day, just to get on, get to school on time. Yeah, cause is it one bus that went down there? Yeah, no, uh, for Smiley, yeah, it took what one. What about manual? Manual that took like two. Two buses. Two buses, and it, but it was pretty long. It took about like a forty-five minute hour ride. Yeah, that to was get to school. Yeah, so it was it was tough. Definitely tough uh, to get to school. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So then you moved out a little bit more east of Park Hill Manual and mm-hmm. Eastside, and then um, yeah, and I met you freshman year. Yep. And uh, you were already be like gung ho on basketball. Yeah. Like some people at Manual, right? Yeah, I knew. The, so the thing is, the only people I knew was Novaj and Nashon and oh, wow. Dez. Oh yeah. That's the only person I knew. So I was like, kind of like. Dang. So freshman yeah. year was kind of like a big year for you. Yeah. 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 Dang. But at, but when I was younger, so my mom, she grew up on 34th and Cook. So, but when I was like a younger, like when I moved, first moved back to, you know, so I was around that, like as a kid, like, you know, I was probably like barely turning two or something like that. Barely turning two or three. Um, But yeah, so that's how like, you know, I kind of somewhat was raised on the east side, but I'm like been jumping there like everywhere. Yeah. But I feel like east side is more like home to me, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, I feel like a lot of like even Obaj and Sean moved a lot. Like a lot of people. Yeah, like, yeah. Those yeah. people were taken from their families and stuff. But and then your dad. Did you know your dad? No, I never knew my dad. Uh, I would. The thing is, I would talk to him. Uh, sometimes. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to him sometimes, and but it wasn't. It was like kind of brief, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, you know, she she would give me the phone sometimes, and I don't know. My mom didn't really like my dad like that. So where did he live? He lived in Iowa. He jumped from he like did. Oh, yeah, okay. Iowa and um like like Florida and stuff like that. Oh, but he never was like Denver. No, 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 okay. no. He never. No. All right, so yeah, so you every once in a while you talk on the phone. But you never met him in person, right? No, nah, never met him in person. Just on the phone every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Is he the same dad as your older brother? No, 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 no. Like I'm like He's the, only, the only one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. And uh, when was the last time you talked to him? The last time I actually he he called me about two two weeks ago when he was in jail, just you know to send my condolences because my mom passed about a month ago. Just to send condolence to me, uh, you know, just talk to me. He said that he wants to, you know, be able to see me, you know, talk to me, you know, like meet up with him when he gets out. He should be getting out like in a few few weeks. No so way. yeah, so that's gonna. How did he get a hold? He just called you out of the blue. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Jerome. Is it really? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I actually have like three, four other brothers that I never met. What? Yeah, two Where, of them. In Iowa. Yeah, in Iowa, and then there's one in Atlanta. And like Have you two of them, on the phone? yeah, I actually got one of them's number, really? and they're the other two's name is Jerome. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, have you seen a picture of your dad? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I seen pictures. I had him on you Facebook. Look, oh, you did? Yeah. Do you look like him or anything, or? They said I do. Kind of really. Yeah, yeah, I do. I I look like my dad. Yeah. And do you want to meet him? Yeah, but it's like, it's like if I do, if I do. If I don't, I don't. It's not going to affect me anyway, yeah. but... Like, you're not, like... Because there's a lot of people sometimes that never met their parents. Like, I guess they never knew their parents, but, like, sometimes they're, like... They're, uh... Like, they need to meet their parents so they know something about their... And that's usually when you never met either parent. Yeah. But So you're not, like... You're not, like... But it's... For it. You're just, like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah, I'm not really... But you... But in the, in, in the other sense, like, you forgave him somewhat or kind of, or, like... Of course, because, you know, just... Like that's how God wants us to be to be forgetful, you know. Yeah. Forget like forget people. So of course I'm not gonna hold a grudge on them. Of course I'm about to still talk to them. You know I'm not gonna just you know just oh I hate you. I'm never gonna talk to you ever ever. But you know because at the same time he does have a life to live. You know I don't know his whole story, so I can't really just you know just beat him up. Like I don't know, you know what happened. You know I don't know why he wasn't there. Like there's it, it's it's a reason somehow. So I'm not going to just, you know, yeah. I got to like look at both, pers- totally, yeah. both perspectives, you know? Yeah. That's just like, yeah, it's like, that's just love, you know? It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Respect too. If yeah. Like, Yo, he's got his own shit. You know, he's got his own baggage. Mm-hmm. And, um, and life happens. Definitely. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, well, it'd be cool if you got to meet your siblings though. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm actually the oldest grandchild really? on my dad's side. Okay. Yeah, and which is crazy. Uh, I actually met my dad's side of family for the first time since I was like one, since I moved from uh, Iowa um, two years ago. So it was just like, it Man, was just crazy. Cool. And everybody just looking at me like, I'm like, wow, like, that's JT's son? Because they called him JT. That's uh, his, you know, they call him JT. But they're yeah. like, dang, that's JT's son? Like, just shocked no because they never seen me they seen me since i was like young just little and dang yeah that's crazy um all right cool so you come into freshman year manual high school um novage and sean we all start hanging out because young life mm-hmm. basketball is busy um yeah what was like your first like experience with like young life now like growing up being a little bit more intentional more intense it just grew me closer to god yeah. you know i really he he speaks to me, you know, in in different ways, you know, just like he gives me signs and, mm-hmm. you know, and every time in in which kept me, you know, not not doing so much bad stuff. Like, I'll think like, dang, what would God think if I did that? Mm-hmm. So I'd like, nah, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. do it because he's gonna see either if it's closed, be you no know, closed doors or or out in the open, he's gonna see it. So yeah. it's just like, 
Yeah, kind of, and I feel like it, it, we were kind of like a family, you know, like mm-hmm. every Wednesday night we had dinner, de-grouped, but then throughout the week we hung out and stuff, and it was kind of just like, we just were always there for each other. Yeah. Um, Which was dope. And then I do remember a season where you kind of like went off and like just started doing you. Um, I don't remember, we, uh, and it's, uh, you don't, you, like, there's no shame or like, mm-hmm. I'm not judging you, and then yeah, I, yeah. I want to be like, it's like so real right now. But like, I don't, were you selling drugs at one point? It was at at some point, like I had to, you know, do what I had to do, yeah, no, and yeah, it's yeah. like I know, bro, I know. It, it was tough because you know I was I was broke. I didn't yeah. have no money, but I had, you know, but that's what it is. That's what it is in the hood. That's just reality. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, because I, I and and that not that not that it has anything to do with like. But I remember we like you started like you know doing you mm-hmm. for a little bit, and it was to me, Novaj, Nashawn, and. Um, Lamoma, some of those other dudes, and then I was like, and then they were like telling me, I was like, "Where's Jerome? Where's Jerome?" And they're like, "Oh, he's doing his own stuff and stuff." And I remember that, and, and that was like, I remember I was like heartbroken, bummed, and then out of nowhere, one time we literally became like yeah. inseparable. Like we hung out all the time. Yeah, we even out of nowhere. I literally, I mean, my mind, I was like, "Oh dang!" Like Jerome's doing him. I'm like super bummed about that. And then we just like started hanging out all the time. Yeah, that was crazy. Spent Christmases like we used to yeah. spend Christmas with each other Christmas all the time. Year. You just. All that. that like one high school thing I spoke at, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, it was. W- and then you started staying at my house too, mm-hmm. like just because it was on the east side, it was closer. Yeah. Um, and we used to just like yeah, get into cr- crazy trouble and stuff, and um, it was it was tight. Yeah. It was with BC. He just I don't know, like you you just really like my my thinking is just totally different. You know, you, you made me just realize like I could you know like you made me like experience different things like you know try to try something new even though i don't feel comfortable doing but still doing it because you know when you told me your stories when you when you went out the country you know you you still you try different things and you know that's that's how i like live my life and you know i'm gonna just try you know just to you know just experience because you know this is a one one time opportunity for certain things like you know going out the country like not everybody from the east side is doing that every every day you know yeah. you know there's some people that haven't even left the the states yeah or see the mountains to see the mountains yeah. you know but there's some, yeah there's some people from the east side that have never been to the mountains it was crazy yeah so well yeah so then we became like like best friends were like we were like doing all this stuff and basketball and and, and just chilling and then yeah out of nowhere i don't remember i don't remember too well but i remember just being like yo you want to come out of the country with me and you're like, yeah, for sure. But I was yeah. like, everyone's saying, yeah, for yeah. sure. Novaj bailed, Nashawn bailed. Like, everyone talks. Mm-hmm. But then you were like, no, let's do it. And then we started, like, applying for your passport um, at the Ask Darnell, which I was scared of. Yeah. Oh, he's a big dude. It was like pulling out teeth trying to get the, the, the passport. Man. Yeah, because we yeah. needed your birth certificate, and Darnell didn't want to give it. or something. Like, it was it. just like, you know, it was like timing. Like, yeah, his yeah, time, you know, he he's busy doing yeah, stuff, yeah. so it's like kind of hard getting stuff done. That's you what know. it was, yeah. And, uh, but we were kind of in a time crunch and, um, yeah, dude, I remember I, we raised like, we mm-hmm. raised like a lot of money, like in a short amount of time, which is the most money I ever raised at that time. Cause I didn't yeah. Have Everything was like last second. Yeah. I didn't have like a social media following then. So it was like, just it was like pulling teeth, just trying to get donors, but people were like showing up and paying money. Mm-hmm. And then we got the passport. Um, we made like a little video about it and then, um, yeah. And then we went to Nicaragua together. Mm. What was that for you? Like that experience in Nicaragua? So going to Nicaragua was, it was definitely life, cha- life changing. I'm going to start the video and start it over again. Cause it only goes for 30 seconds. Okay. Go for it. So going to Nicaragua, it was, it was definitely life changing because you know, we live different down here and it's uh they you know it's it's they give you the opportunity like it's so like community it's like a like a lot of community in Nicaragua like a lot of families stick together and stuff like that and what what really you know what I got from it is like with family down in United States you know the only time you would be together with them is only like on special occasions you know down in Nicaragua, they're with each other every single day, you know, through through the struggles, through the happiness and all that stuff. So that that really just, you know, just made me think of things a little different and just let, let me realize, you know, what I'm seeing 
and you know in the states and what was different in you know in central america it just gave me two different perspectives and that made me like appreciate life a little bit more and and yeah 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 helena remember that little girl helena you yeah yeah i feel like we yeah we were like in this little village remember we took forever to get to and we slept outside mm-hmm. the Remember when I got ate up by the ant? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was crazy. Ants, dude. That was annoying, bro. That was crazy. And then, uh, yeah, we slept in hammocks. And then we woke up at 5 a.m. and went to this village, like, in the middle of nowhere. And it was pretty impoverished. Like, remember Helena, the girl? Remember, remember not the house yeah. we were building, but the one next to it? Yeah, yeah. And remember her house was, like, a tin shed? Mm-hmm. And there was, like, six of them living there. It was literally just, like, a tin shed. And we were we were down there with an organization that's local there. And they were, we were building homes. And it was hard. We had to build a house for yeah. like days. Um. But yeah, it was really crazy. I mean, sure, it was super scary. Yeah, not that many. I would I would say ninety nine point nine percent of Eastsiders don't mm-hmm. leave the country for sure. Um, but yeah, that was a crazy experience. Yeah, definitely gave me opportunity to to experience different things and just really open up my eyes and and just not being so like stuck on like just a trend you know just like try try something different you know just instead of just being like one person you know try to open up your you know put your hands on anything you could get yourself into you know i think like the east side has a bubble around it Mm -hmm. and all you know is like the the things that happen on the east side is all you know it's like a little bubble yeah and it's like no all i know is either working at walmart gang banging being a basketball player you know this this, and this and it's like and then you pop that bubble and you're like oh damn there's like it's infinite what we could do, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy. And then you were saying the other day, like, there's like, uh, to start something creative, like your own company or mm-hmm. your own YouTube channel or anything, it's like looks corny. Yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what the hell is Jerome trying to do? You know, he's trying to like be different. He's like, and then you're almost like, I don't want to say you're like you're kicked out of the hood or the cred in the hood, mm-hmm. but because you're doing it different, you like lose like street cred or yeah because it's like oh shit he thinks he's better than the east side or something like that mm-hmm. you know or like i don't know it's weird yeah it's it's definitely like like you said it's like coming up like you have to you have to be tough basically you have to grow up tough and you know if you if you showing that you like you know making videos and photography and you know stuff like that and they're gonna think well most people think not everybody, you know, there's there's a lot of people, you know, that, you know, looks at things a little different. But most people on the east side is like more. Oh, that's that's corny. That's not, you know, that's cool. I don't want to I want to do that. You know, if I yeah. if I like that, they're they going to think I'm weak, you yeah. know. And so, so it's that fear because it's yeah. like your safety. It's all you know. Yeah, it's like insecurity. Yeah, it's, like, it's like it's super scary. And I think it's the same with like almost any small town, even like when I was started posting inspiring stuff or like trying to write stuff people from my hometown that knew me because i was a goofy mm-hmm. ass high school kid i was the goofiest kid ever and never no one ever would take me serious in high school and when i started posting that stuff people would like be like rolling their eyes and be like what the hell is this yeah, and yeah. I was like oh shit like i'm losing the people that i, I kind of like are my comfort but then like when that bubble popped of people being like oh this is inspiring this is cool i was like oh shit like i got something you know mm-hmm. and it's been a slow long journey but um yeah, it's tough. East side's tough. It's it's definitely like makes or breaks you, you know. And like yeah. we got some of our like brothers, dude, like our best friends, and it, it's just ebbs and flows, you know. Like there's nothing you can ever be redeemed from. Like you, like you know this, like Novage, yeah. Trayvon, any of those dudes. Like one of our dudes could kill someone, and we're still gonna love them. Yeah, like, yeah. It's never gonna be like. There's never something you could do that's unforgivable, and it's just like we're always gonna be. But it's like everyone on their own journey, like you said, you know. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. And I feel like that's where, like, and people, I feel like deep down inside, like, you know, that is, it's cool. Like, it's cool to them because, you know, you always hear us, you know, you, you can ask Eric, you always hear us like, dang, when can we be like a wildlife leader or something like that? And, you know, it end up happening, you know, like the reason why I start, you know, trying to be a wildlife leader, because I see you guys, you know, changing, you know, changing my life. And you know, I see you changing other people's life. And that's why I want to get like a, like I owe like you know a little kid like a bigger impact and showing them a different way other than you know just only only you can only be this or this you know I want you to be able to to be this or this or whatever you put your mind into you know kind of like and, if your brother had someone you yeah know, yeah yeah you had basketball but for the kids that don't have basketball mm-hmm. or you know 
an outlet, you could be that outlet. Yeah, and to myself, all the time, I just be wishing, like, dang, I wish I was an older brother, you know, t- towards my brother, because I could show him something different. Like, yeah. I feel like his his lifestyle would be, you know, in a different direction, probably, you know, doing something, yeah. you know? And so, wait, how, how did you like leading wildlife? So the kids are crazy, definitely, you know. <laughs> but they're, you know, I, I kind of under. I can never I wildlife. So everyone listening, if you don't know what Young Life or Wildlife is, it's a mentoring program, um, and it's uh, it's it's a faith-based mentoring program, but it's 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 insanity. It's like food fights and like, um, doing whatever. Like pillow fights, <laughs> it's crazy. Like there's insane games and like, I mean, it pushes it to the next level. Doing mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. It's like it's like basically like a. Uh, it's not even has to do with the church. It's just like on steroids. It's mm-hmm. just like it is crazy. And so wildlife is junior high kids, and I literally I love high school kids, but I could I don't think I could ever be a, like every time I meet a wildlife leader, I literally give them a hug. I'm like, bless your heart. <laughs> junior high kids, they're crazy, yeah, they're dude. definitely crazy. And it's like when I was leading them, they would do like they would do certain things, and it's like I can't even be mad at you. I was doing the same shit, you know. I can't even it's. It's hard to dude, be mad at, like, I was like, okay, I was doing something like that. I understand. Like, I feel you. Dude, that was literally me with all you guys. Like, yeah. I remember, like, when you guys used to take my car, or, like, but, even when I was teaching you how to drive and you, like, hit stuff, uh-huh. like, trash cans, we'd pick it up just for everyone listening. But whenever <laughs> we'd be messing around, I would be laughing, and I'd be, and then, or, or I would get uh, mad or upset, uh, and I'd be like, shit, that was Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would <laughs> probably say, like, that I was worse in high school. Yeah. And so, um. Yeah, so that's funny you said that because I used to mm-hmm. always do the same thing. I had I had so much patience and grace because I was a dipshit in high school. Yeah, definitely. And I remember one time you and Novage were like, "These kids never listen to us, and they're like crazy, and this is this." And then I was, I laughed and I was like, "Doesn't that sound familiar?" Yeah. And you guys were like, "Oh yeah, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But it's really cool. It gave me it. When I got into it, it, it definitely made me grow as a person. It made me more mature, you know? Yeah. It it just made me, like, lead by example, you know, of something good, of the thing, you know, you trying to join this hood or yeah. you trying to, you know, something, you know, something negative. It's just, like, I, I'm able to share off positive vibes. Yeah. I, I would say, for me, like, maybe – I don't even know if I've even told you this, but like the, that was probably like the proudest moment in my life was when you and Novage became wildlife leaders. Mm. Like, it, like it, it's a it's balanced between probably that or Devonte traveling up with people. But when you guys became wildlife leaders, I remember like all of my shit, like all of my like my dad passing away, like losing my house, being homeless, like all my struggles being broke. You guys becoming leaders, and I remember you guys you guys went to trainings and stuff. Mm. And I remember just being like, dang, like that's what I like, that's what it is because. For me, being an outsider from the east side, one, obviously being white, there's, I can make an impact on the east side, but I don't think I can transform the east side in a way that you guys could, you know? Yeah, I hear you. And so, yeah, when you guys started becoming leaders, I remember just being like, it was, yeah, the proudest, most exciting moment because at the end of the day, I want the east side to flourish. Like, remember east side revival? Yeah, yeah, thing was, And it was like, we want a revival because, yeah, dude, you, you got so lucky with basketball, man, but dude. <laughs> Cause I don't know on some real, I don't even know where I'd be at with, without basketball, and it's just like you know, and I and I think to myself, and I thank my uh, my auntie Shoshana all the time, like thank you for just like forcing me to go, cause you, you know, like my life could have been totally different, yeah, totally different. It's crazy, and so like even like yeah, sports and even the arts, like music and stuff like that, keeps kids mm-hmm. like it truly like keeps kids like even because you had basketball every day after school and then the weekends, you know, it was just like, man, it's, it's so needed to like be there. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I always come back to man, the kids without that dude, like I'm trying to think of what some of our students that didn't have outlets like that, but almost all you guys played sports, but yeah. Yeah. So anyway, wildlife was crazy. Um, the thing about the East side with you guys that I remember is like, you guys would like get in fights and like go through shit, and uh, but it was always like this weird. There was never like a makeup conversation. It was just. It was just kind of at one point. It's just like you guys forgive and forget. Yeah, me and Avaj. I'm telling you, there's so many times where me and Avaj would, you know, we would fight, and then I don't know. We don't even apologize. We just the next day we probably forget. We like, what's up, bro? What <laughs> yeah. you? What was you on the other day or something like that? Yeah. 
I know that's a, like that's one of the things I remember from the East Side that I just was blown away because I, I don't know if it's like in the suburbs or the white culture or even just me with the pride. You know, you get in a fight with someone, mm-hmm. you just like hold it, like you hold on to it really tightly, like the anger. Or even on like the basketball court, me and Trey Bell would get into it. And then right after that, he'd be like, what's up, dude? Like, he would be like, yeah. and I was like, oh, I thought we were fighting. Uh-huh. But, like, what, what kind of stays on the court stays on the court. And then, like, what stays yesterday stays yesterday. Yeah. And I remember just being like, I, will, I, will, I mean, I feel like I learned something from you guys every day. But that was one where I was like, damn, that's crazy. It's like, for, forgive and forget. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, dang, what else am I missing? I'm trying to think. But that just really, that really just, just built us to, to have a closer bond. Because, you know, mm-hmm. even in certain certain situations even if we're going at each other's throat you know we're always going to bounce back and you know look out for each other at the end of the day and we love each other at the end of the day which you know that the bond can only get stronger so yeah i think the thing with east side is um you all you got is each other you know yeah and so it's like you gotta like it's uh it's your ride or die you know because you know there's not that many people you remember since, since seventh grade, you know, no mm-hmm. and Sean. So it's like they're the OGs because they were there from like the beginning. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about? Oh, sorry, let me keep keep talking. One second, I gotta log into this real quick. Um. Uh, no worries. Um, all right. So then, so then high school finishes and then college. And college. Like, what was your first year of college like? It was it was mixed up, but it just like just makes it like for for me. I, you know, it's just from learning from you know high school and everything. So I'm like like everybody. I talked to everybody. You know, I I I kept a really diverse group. You know, I was like mostly. You know, there was to be some days when you know, I chilled by myself. But you know, you will see me with you know my Hispanic friends and you know my white friends and you know of course my 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 black friends. You know, I always kept it you know, really diverse, so I just didn't stick with one group, because I, you know, I want to see, I want to check out everybody's story, I'm just like, I'm interested, like, what's your life like, you know, because everybody got a different life story, it's not the same, and, you know, that, and you can learn from people like that, you know, that's, that's how I learned, you know, just like, listening, you know, just figuring, you know, figuring you out, and like, okay, it, it helps me, you know, react, you know, to you, the, the reason why you do something, and, it just you know just getting to know know somebody and just stuff like that, but definitely college was it was it was up and down. You know I had my low moments and I had my high moments. Yeah. So, but yeah, cause I think like what happens with everyone on the east side is they just weren't prepared for that kind of freedom, mm-hmm. right? It's just yeah. like there's nothing in high school that prepares you for college, on the sense of like just life. You know, it's like mm-hmm. crazy where it's like. There's just total freedom. You can do whatever you want. There's like no one kind of like keeping. I mean, obviously your grades will show kind of like yeah, you know, yeah. slipping, but um, yeah, it's just like it's crazy. It's tough. It's definitely a different lifestyle, and it's it was a good experience, definitely. And you know, I you know probably one day I might might go go back and finish, but but yeah, yeah. It, it was I, definitely I the biggest thing with you is like. You, how young you are, you know, and I think a lot of people listen to this. Um, even last night when you were sharing your heart, you know, and mm-hmm. your struggles, and like we we had a question last night. We were chilling in my living room with a bunch of us, and you were like asking, like, when's the last time you cried? And mm-hmm. you talked about your mom passing away. Yeah. Um, and then when you got to go to your mom's house. Um, yeah, yeah, and just. But you were sharing in it, and then like Amar was like, "Wait, you're 19?" He was like, "What the <laughs> heck?" He thought you were like 22 or something like that. Yeah. Because dude, when we were 19, when Amar me. Most people, when we were 19, like, we just weren't as self-aware, you know, and uh, and not to say, like, you're, you know, you're perfect, but, like, we just, I think there's, like, we're going to make mistakes when we're 19, for sure, even when we're 30, mm-hmm. but um, you're just kind of, like, self-aware, like, your struggles and your story, you know. Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> when something happens, it's just, like, how you, how you react to how you bounce back, you know, that's what I'm, that's how I look at it, like, how am I about to bounce back to this, you know, yeah. I'm definitely not going to fold. So that you know, that's not an option. So yeah, I just gotta keep on pushing and try to try to make a way somehow. Like, just have my faith and faith in God. So yeah. and so that's what I've been doing. 
if it's okay, can we can we talk about so? And I, I don't know, but uh, that day that you got that call, your mom passed away like a month ago. Yeah. Uh, Who called you? So I was riding. I was actually, I was riding with my boy, uh, boy Markel, driving go drop him off at a uh, at work, and I had work that day. So I went to go drop him off, and as I was heading back to my boy Alex's crib, you know, I stopped and go went to go get some street tacos and. and I don't know. I was driving, and then my sister called me, and she said, some something, my mom, you know, my mom, mom is not waking up, and then I hung up the phone completely, and then that's when Markel, right after that, Markel, no, actually, no, scratch that. So I guess Markel was gonna see what's up if see if he still had his job or not. And I guess he told me that he I guess he wasn't gonna they didn't need him in today. So I went to go pick him up and then that's when I got the phone call and then that's when she told me, Oh, you're um you know, some some mom's not waking up. They're trying to do CPR. That's when I hung up. I was like, Oh, like yeah, because I didn't want to hear that. Yeah, so yeah. I hung up. Like a defense mechanism. You were just like, hung up. And I was like, oh. And it just having like the, the heaviest, just, it's hard to breathe. And just like, like, that's when I just like, life is not, this is not real. It's just like, like, I don't know. It's like. Nothing makes just, sense. Yeah. Yeah, like, nothing. It's like a dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. It felt like it feels like, uh, yeah, like you're just, not, it's not real life. Yeah, and just, I was just like lost the words and I was just stuck and like confused and like. Because you FaceTimed me. What time, at what point did you FaceTime me? Do you remember doing that? I FaceTimed you. Like right after you found out or right after I think that, that night I called you because oh, I didn't. It was during the day. It, it was, was during like, the day? Yeah, it was like right when it happened. You just FaceTimed me. I was at Red Eye and you yeah. FaceTimed me and you were like, you're like, hey, B, and I was like, what's up, man? And you're just like, can you pray for me? And I thought you got in a car accident or that, like. Yeah, I do remember that. I yeah, yeah. that happened to you. And I was like, what's up, dude? And you're like, I just need prayer right now. And I was like, what's going on? And you're like, my mom just passed away. And you were like, your voice was kind of trembling. And you were like confused. but Yeah, it, that, I don't know. And then as soon as, because at the point, like, I didn't, like, you know, I didn't know what to do because of my boy. He was driving at the time, Think you know, like, he was driving, so. I didn't, I was like, go to my job. I went to my job just to, because I didn't want to like, I don't know. I didn't know what the, I just like, I was like, go to my job so I could just tell him like, I, I won't be able to make it into where I didn't want to lose my job at all. And I just like, just didn't know what to do. And then that's when I went and then, yeah. And it's just, it was just loss of words. And I just didn't know how to feel. And it just like, like you said, like life isn't, and still to this day, it's just like life isn't real. Because it came out of nowhere, right? Like, because my dad was sick. Like, I knew my dad had cancer, and I didn't know how sick my dad was. Like, my parents kind of kept that from me, which really hurt my feelings a lot, and like I struggle with today. But mm -hmm. just because they never wanted to like worry, make me worry. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, when my dad went to the hospice, I spent five days with him, even though he didn't talk, and like I didn't get to like communicate with him. But I like, he was at a hospice, so I knew he was going to pass away, kind of. It still didn't seem real. Like, I was like, my dad's going to wake up and he's going to walk out of here. Like, yeah. That's like how it's going to be. And then when he passed away, it was very similar. But I guess with you, man, it's just like, it was another day to you. It's like. It was like a Saturday and it was just another day, right? Yeah. But I, at the same time, so like some months before, she. Wait, she wasn't it Halloween night? Mm-hmm. So months before, she, you know, she had some type of, you know, like a a seizure, you know, because, you know, my mom, you know, she dealt with, like, you know, she lost her mom, so, you know, when she lost her mom, you know, that's gonna, have, that had a big impact on her, so, you know, so she, she drunk a lot, so it kind of, like, I kind of knew, but I didn't know, like, right there and then, you know, but, like, so when, when she went to the hospital, you know, I, when I seen her, I just, like, you know, I broke down crying just seeing her. She was like, you know something, son. It's like it's okay, you know. You know, you're you're good. You don't you know stop crying. I'm gonna be good and stuff like that. And 
I just kind of, since that day, I just kind of knew it just, just like something was going to happen. And I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be them months later, you know, like. So quick. Yeah, so quick. But, like, my mom had, a, like, a leaking heart valve. But she, you know, my mom was so, you know, she didn't want to have surgery because she was, like, you know, she was scared of surgery, you know. Yeah. So she didn't want to have it. And it's just, like, you know, of course, she, you know, she had a leaking heart valve and, you know, she's drinking, which is not going to be. So she was dealing with depression, and, you know, and alcohol and, you know, her health. and mental health, you know, just, yeah, yeah. So... So yeah, so so it kind of just it just really just added up. So I just kind of knew, just like yeah. I so don't when when uh the day it happened, did you like go to the house? Yeah, I went to the house. And the ambulance was there. Or they already took it. There, the ambulance and everything was already there, trying to because my bro, my my brother Jadon. So my sister Brittany told him go go check on my mom because they lived in the same apartment complex, just a building over. And she told Jenna and my brother to go check on mom, and she didn't answer the door. So they went to you know the office and like do you think you can open my mom's door or whatever da da da. So they open it and I guess my brother you know found her and just laying laying down and tried to like turn her over and that's when you know that's that's what happened and that's when I got the phone call and that's when I rushed over there and just like. How's your brother doing? I don't know. He hasn't like you know he's schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't he hasn't cried since. Yeah. He hasn't cried like not one time. So I don't know like what he's what's think what he's thinking. Yeah. So. Dang man. Yeah, dude, that was tough, bro. That was I know. I mean, obviously on you. I mean, but yeah, I remember when you Facetime and told me that, man. I because I met your mom a couple times. Yeah. And uh, she was awesome. I remember yeah. she bought you that necklace. And, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Y'all were tied and stuff, and um, but I was asking about your mom too. But the week bef- like a week ago, before mm-hmm. that, I would call remember we were talking, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, man, it's just crazy. Yeah, even though I don't know, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah. But you know, me and my mom always, you know, there's, you know, my mom always, you know, that's my that's my. Even though we have our ups and downs. And stuff like that, you know. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's yeah. my, that's <laughs> that's my homie right yeah, there. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And, and she was, and she was. I mean, I met her at graduation again. I mean, I saw her graduation. Yeah. And she was such a a badass man. Just, but it's like you said before, people go through their own shit. You know, it's like, man, like, yeah, she lost her mom, but also she probably had a tough upbringing. You know, so mm-hmm. you just you've always been able to have that perspective, which is good. So yeah. A lot of people like get mad at their parents and hate them and. And get really upset and like be like, "Hey, you destroyed my life because you didn't make these decisions," you know. And I didn't even yeah. think about like there's there was a couple of times, you know, me and my mom did get into it, and you know that's everybody, you yeah. know, of course. But at the end of the day, like she, we we was we was we was close. I don't, like we was close. Yeah, it was really close. And yeah. It just like that just really just and still inside. I just don't know what to think because I know that she she been hurting. You know, she's she's just been hurting, you know, and I I know that she's she's in peace right now. You know, she's with the Lord up in heaven, and so there's to be some time. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, thank God, like you know, she's she's safe. But just sometimes, like I have anxieties and just like shit. Yeah. Like damn, mom, like <laughs> yeah. you you going like that? Yeah. You know. So it's just like yeah, same dude. Like my dad, cause he just. Yeah, like, wasn't the healthiest person, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, like, I get, like, mad. I'm, like, yeah, I'm saying, I'm, like, what the hell? Like, like yeah, you, yeah, it's crazy. So it's just, like, every time it's just, like, like shit. It's like, tough. where you? Yeah. Just I know, well, it's so fresh, too. That's why I wanted you to come out to L.A. just to get away from the east side, you know, and clear your head, don't go mm-hmm. to work, and just, like, laugh. We, laugh. we always go crazy. We play basketball. We laugh and stuff, and it's, like, it's just – need to like kind of detach from it you know and mm-hmm. get away and and not like numb it or anything like that or put it away but but just like get out of there get out i think you just gotta get out of your home you take know? a like, take a take a break yeah because it's still fresh and yeah even now you're sitting here just being like i don't even know it still doesn't seem real yeah you can call your mom and she'll answer still you know yeah it's crazy 
So there'd just be times where I'm just like, like you would probably see me sometimes just on like on stuck, just like, just looking, just into space, just thinking, just like I don't know. It's just like it's yeah. just, it's crazy. Like I don't know. I still don't know what to think. Like yeah. I don't know what to what to do. Yeah. And it's just like like I said, it's just life hasn't. It just wasn't real. It's just not real. Yeah. Well, I think nineteen, you know, is like. You're going through this transition in your life where you're trying to figure out school, college, your future, you know, your friends even. Like, you're just trying to figure shit out and and close the chapter of, like, the Eastside High School manual, you know, chapter still even, like, you know. And, and then, yeah, that happens, and it's just, like, it's tough, bro. It's, it's crazy. But I'm glad you're out here, man. I'm glad you got to meet my friends. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to connect and catch up again and yeah. have fun. And then, uh, yeah, bro. I love you, man. Thank love you, you too, my guy. Yeah, dude. I, I've learned a lot from you, man. And um, yeah. Uh, dang, dude, that's crazy, bro. We've been through a lot, man. Yeah. Dang, dude. Um, thanks everyone for listening. I don't know what did we miss anything. You got any more questions? You anything? I don't think so. I don't know. You want to say anything? I'm good on my part. You know, I can ask any, you know, answer any questions that you want, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, what about your your kid? Can we talk about your kid? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this this 2018 just been. I don't even know. Like it's just been. It's like one thing after another. It's like. It was times where, you know, I started my my freshman my freshman year of college. You know, that's big for anybody. That's like that's whole anxiety. You know, I I dealt with anxiety the whole time, and then after that, having having my daughter Angel, which was, you know, definitely it, it's a blessing to me. Any no matter what, always it's a blessing to me, and and just you know dealing with that it's a blessing it's just like still nerve-wracking at the same time and then you know some months later my mom passing away so it just it's 2018 it's just been it's just tough it's just tough so i just like i don't know what to do and so i'm just like right now i'm just living day by day and just seeing like just figuring things out see how i could you know become the best version of yourself yeah try to Try to, I don't know, trying to, like, do something, trying to make change or something, like, just hope for the best, really, and just yeah. try to keep my, my faith in God as strong as possible. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah, man, it's been a heavy year, bro. It's just been crazy. It's end already. <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't, yeah. It's just. It's just a, it's a lot of loss of words. It's really just you're like you're just stuck and you just like. Yeah, there's like this like this like you know this concept that like God kind of brings you to your knees, man. And when you're finally just like I'm, I can't do this by myself. I can't because we try to a lot of our times we try to control our lives. We try to like think that we you know can make the decisions and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. we're, just, we're so human, you know, and like and then at one point we're like, all right, God, like I I can't I'm I'm me trying to do this by myself ain't working and so you like kind of literally like die to yourself your old self and you just like lay in the palm of god's hands i feel like and you're just like all right i'm done like this is this is way too heavy for me to carry yeah all my shame all my guilt my mistakes my my uh my own like desires that like just aren't like probably like who i want to be and and then you just kind of like and i do this i still like i still come to god just weeping dude like crying i'm like god Mm. please like well, first of all, thank you for forgiving me, but I just, I know I can do better and I know I can be better and I want to be better. And, um, and God's like, all right, well, let's do this. He's like, but you got to trust me. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to tell you to do some crazy shit and like not do some crazy stuff. And it's like, but you got to trust me and it's hard, bro. But I'm saying like you, you know, making the realizations that you are at 19 already, dude, you're so far ahead, bro. Like, yeah. And it's just I was such an idiot when I was 19. And it's just like, the point is just like, I just like you get like you just gotta you just gotta make it somehow. That's why I just keep in my head like you know I don't know how to do it, but I don't know 
what to do and or how to do it and i don't know how it goes but just somehow i just got to make a way just basically and just not give up to be honest because yeah. that's know, the east side mentality yeah that's just ba- it's just like it's just survival mm-hmm. it's like you guys been going through shit since day one so it's like you could throw anything my way i'm gonna keep going that's why i want you guys to always come to la or travel because you guys are unstoppable when you put your force and energy in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the east side, like in the urban areas, there's just not a lot of opportunity, you know? It's just like it's the same story over and over. Yeah. And so, but when you escape that and you see the world, you know, you and Swain, baby Swain, it's like, oh, the world's my freaking oyster, dude. I'm going to freaking melt this thing, you know? And yeah, and do it the best way I can and all that, all that good stuff. And God's here, bro. Yeah, but... We're almost done wrapping it up. We're wrapped, dude. So uh, just to put that out there, you know, just uh, I'm about to be starting my own YouTube channel, you know, giving y'all the updates on sports. So, you know, come check me out, you know, tell me what y'all think. And uh, yeah, and I'm uh, starting my own clothing brand pretty soon. So be checking that out. Be looking out for that. And uh, yeah, up. thank you for having me on this beat. That's just, it means a lot, my guy. And yeah. most definitely. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Love you, man. Love you, too. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and checking it out and listening. We've been here about an hour, and um, I really appreciate um, if you've stayed this long, then uh, I love you. And message me if you listen to this whole thing, because uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you and send you something. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, tune in uh, for the next episode. Stay tuned, and please, any feedback you have or uh, any comments and yeah, keep Jerome in your prayers, and uh, yeah, he's my little brother, my best friend, and man, he's been through so much. It's crazy to think about, uh, but thank you so much, y'all. Love you, and uh, take care. Peace.